The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. Dear Dr. Kenner, my 27-year-old girlfriend Megan is incredibly independent, strong-willed, motivated, and intelligent. Man, if your boyfriend said that about you, that'd feel good. But she still has damaging self-talk from childhood and low self-esteem. In childhood, her parents were bent on controlling her and trying to make her dependent on them. Intellectually, Megan knows that their criticism was wrong, but emotionally she falls back into the same patterns and she can't get the criticism out of her mind. Even though her life is wonderful now, we treat each other well, she's working hard in a career she loves, she still can't get past her own habitual self-talk, the negative self-talk, and simply enjoy her life, except in occasional fits and spurts. Could you recommend some reading material, workbooks, for exercises that can help her put these demons behind her. I've told her some of the things that I did to get myself past being raised religious and living with an almost constant state of unearned guilt. I felt guilty for thinking for myself and for pursuing my own goals. Even though intellectually I understood, it took almost five years of living my life with the rational principles of objectivism before I no longer felt the unearned guilt. Thanks, Tom. Okay, for your girlfriend, Tom, um, I'm assuming you're going to share this with her for Megan. Uh, She's 27 years old. She's bright. She's intelligent. That doesn't mean she's fully self-aware of how good she is. So you're... You're actually helping her by reflecting that back to her. The next went to tackle self-talk, that negative talk that most of us still have buried in some corners of our minds. Sometimes it's not so buried for, for many people. How do you get rid of habitual negative self-talk? Uh, you need to examine it. And there are, th- there are exercises she can do. And one of the books is Mind Over Mood by Dennis Greenberger and Christine Podetsky, which you can uh, take a look at at my website, drkenner.com. And she can identify her negative self-talk, capture every single phrase she has. So if she has thoughts along the lines of, I'm not good enough unless I please mom and dad, uh, even if it goes against my own goals, I can't let my parents down. I have to do what my father wants me to do. I'm not good enough unless I please my mom. Uh, Having my own opinion and going after what I want is somehow wrong. I'm unlovable or I'm a loser. If she's got thoughts like that, get them out of the closet of her mind and out into the open because then she can take a look and examine the thoughts. She'll see themes in them. Uh, So... She, she's drawn the conclusion that thinking and valuing for herself is somehow bad, even though she knows it isn't because she's obviously pursuing her, her dreams and that's good, but she's conflicted. Uh, so she needs to change her emotions. A friend of mine calls it recalibrating her emotions. Uh, so she needs to see in fact, in reality, that the opposite conclusion is true, that thinking for herself and pursuing her dreams is moral and good. She can make a list of examples of the good things in her life and the good things um, people pursuing rational dreams to see that it's moral and that it's good and within her own life if she's done that and she has obviously and she has to realize that she is living with contradictory guidance it is it's an impossible situation to put yourself in i have to obey my parents and 
think for myself. You can't do both, and the result is self-doubt. So she shouldn't have to go through life with chronic, unresolved conflict and guilt. So what I'm going to recommend, I wrote a book with Dr. Edlock. It's called The Selfish Path to Romance, How to Love with Passion and Reason. And we start by with chapters about what is love, but also how do you make yourself lovable? How do you build self-esteem? Uh, self-esteem? What are, when you mentioned objectivism, what are rational virtues? How can you have a rational moral code that's not conflicting, not contradictory, that can guide your life towards your happiness without ever stepping on anyone else, without ever taking advantage of them, and never letting them take advantage of you. You can get my book at SelfishRomance.com or Amazon. Um, It's, again, The Selfish Path to Romance. I've written it with Dr. Ed Locke. For more Dr. Kenner podcasts, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and co-author Dr. Edwin Locke, who's world famous for his theories in goal setting. Another emotion that is important to understand and to detect both in yourself and any potential romantic partner is envy. Envy involves resentment of and or the desire for objects or qualities possessed by another. Jealousy is similar in meaning. In the best sense of these terms, they refer simply to wishing that one had what another has. In the worst sense, they refer to wanting the destruction of another person's values, including virtues of character virtues and values which one lacks. If I can't have X, then nobody should have it. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com.